Okay. Let me tell you where where the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> is not. Okay. He's not on the team bus. He's not on the team playing. He's not when he get back to the facility, it's gonna be a, a milk crate sitting by the door. <laughs> His badge is going to work to open the first set of security do- doors, but the okay. second set he's not going to be able to get into. Cause, but his crate is already out. The crate there, is so. in between. Like they ain't going to do him dirty yeah. and put it in the yeah, weather. Yeah. But you know, he can get his good. He can get his shit. But he did not make it on that private plane. The owner definitely sent him two tickets. What is that? There's some celebrities on that joint, right? The new charges. Oh yeah, they not for that, yeah. They too prideful. No. It's some it's some they egotistical. The game and shit. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. You can't get on the PJ. You can't get on the Chargers PJ. <laughs> Not after being up by twenty seven. You wild. Here's some Delta business class. <laughs> <laughs> you can chill in the lounge. You can chill in the lounge. <laughs> you can get all the free drink because you're gonna need some drinks. You're gonna need some drinks after blowing that one up. Like it, your defense, like you just didn't run the ball no more. Like it was just blatant shit that that you do when you have a lead like that that we all complain about. Mm-hmm. Most coaches, right. like when you have a lead like that, you give the ball to the running back and you and you drain the clock. You at least start that process. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler sitting on the sideline, like. I mean, I am a Pro Bowl yeah. running back. I do just got like the quietest, like sixteen, seventeen hundred yards. Right. <laughs> right. And, and Ms. Janelle, I know you don't watch the game. I know you, you, you went into a detailed spill about how you feel about the NFL, but you know the NFL. You know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. You know what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. If you have a serviceable running back, like he's not trash. Right. You have a serviceable yeah. running back and you up by 20, 27. Don't you at least throw one or two plays out there to to, to test to see this if y'all I, can yeah. hold on to the ball and drain the clock a little bit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Do you this put it one. all on your second year or third? What is it? Third year quarterback? Third year, yeah. What? This mm-hmm. one you, but this one you, I gotta sound like Jeter and go into the part politics part of the shit. Here we go. They, okay, they make that third let's do year. it. it, it the the storyline has been the third year quarterback. It's been these quarterbacks going up. That's what that's what the whole story. Like. It wasn't the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Los Angeles Chargers. It was Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence. And fuck all that. I, and I this hear was hundred percent. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. But yeah, and fuck. And nah, fuck all this that is gonna sound I crazy. Two more yards from that bitch ass nigga Justin Herbert. And you know, like <laughs> if we gonna do it, let's do it. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. I keep telling you, stay away from them fuck ass prop bets. I keep telling you that. Yeah. One day, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up and text you. On day I'm out Pay attention there. to the fucking spread, and 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 that's the thing. That's what I miss not having access to the app now. Here's because when I saw that, and I should have called. You. Gosh, man, I'm sitting there sipping on my tequila, looking at the game, thinking, oh, all Trevor has to do is score at the half, and then they're gonna. They're going to win. It's going to power mm-hmm. up the team. Because if you go in the half with 27-0, yeah. it's very hard mm-hmm. to come back from that. But if you get one sharp-ass drive right before the half, 
That's all you need to power the team up. That's all the energy they need. I said that to her stepson. And we was just, he was like, yeah. He's like, I, th- I think so. I said, or at the very least, they'll hit the spread. They'll yeah. get close yeah. enough. They'll lose by one or two points. Yeah. And and that's going to be amazing in its own route. Right. So they hit the score. I look at my phone. I'm like, ah, I want to bother C Major at this late. Because he probably, mm-hmm. he watching the game, but... I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I ain't want to just call you like you ain't. You ain't my twenty four hour bookie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was I was locked. I think depending on what time, if you was thinking about it, like after halftime, I was on right at half. Yeah, nigga hopped on Call of Duty. I was like, oh, this, I see where this is going, type shit. Damn. But you would, you definitely would have hopped in on that bat with me. Yeah, yeah, I would, nigga. Cause I was that still was, looking, was I was easy. on the Call of Duty with my man, still checking the parlay. Like we was still talking our shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, forty yards that, out. Oh, nigga, I just need one more yard. Like <laughs> we was all we was we was multitasking like shit playing that game. I I would like to apologize to all my friends who are 49ers fans. I slept. I ain't know Purdy was like that. Congratulations to all y'all. You was born I slept. that money line, but I thought you knew something that I didn't know. So I made a Seattle been all right all year. I made an alternate prop bet, but nah. Yeah, Purdy that nigga. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, on my end of things, if you followed my advice last mm-hmm. week and got into DraftKings, mm-hmm. then you're up by uh eleven percent today. The there you go. Also, yeah. If you'd like to get in with all the rest of them, there's an ETF called BETS, B-E-T-Z, on the ticker. Um, that puts you with MGM, FanDuel, all of the extras who don't have individual joints just yet, but they're bundled in Round Hill Sports Betting and iGaming. Um, that ETF is also up. So you, to you, <laughs> Grease and Major, keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and encourage others Whatever these, what, what what do you call them? These money lines, these parlay. Yes, do them all. Um, <laughs> she said yes, do and, them all. <laughs> and there should be a dividend report <laughs> before the end of the month. But yes. Oh, also, Major, you mentioned Jeter. Yeah. Uh, big ups to the to the homie celebrating a birthday. Right. Today. Yeah. Hey, happy that joke is today. Uh, yeah, man. Damn, what is he like? Fifty two? What is he? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude as shit. My bad, Jeter. That really was, and that would mean that I was. No, no, we're, we're not, not doing that. Not, we're not doing my bad, Jeter. Uh, we ain't gonna do that to you. I don't know some of the some of the, <laughs> the missed messages and posts that he's promoting from the the old era of sports. <laughs> now, this nigga might be fifty. Like nigga, you didn't watch this nigga live. Like, <laughs> how you know? <laughs> James How you know? White shoes, Johnson. <laughs> Not James White shoes. <laughs> the homie, the homie is forty nine today, man, and uh, and and blessings and big mm-hmm. ups to him, man. Much love. How off the grid and under the radar is his celebration? Uh, very much. We're uh, heading to the bunker oh. <laughs> around noon. <laughs> what campsite are y'all celebrating? <laughs> The codes are being updated as All you speak. got is longitude and latitude <laughs> <laughs> All we got is the coordinates yep. 
and the password for the keypad to get into the bunker. <laughs> and that's off the grid. There's a little solar dish on the side. Mm-hmm. My dude. Shouts out to Jita. I will tell y'all the picks that I'm lining up, but by the time y'all hear this, the game's already over. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> it's dead, so I don't even feel right sharing my picks, but just understand that my picks are looking pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I hadn't best to be a good week. I hadn't placed best till you hit me up. And I saw how good your shit was looking. I was like, well shit. Mm. <laughs> well shit. Let me throw in some other. I was one team off of one of my parlays, but I, yeah. I tend to cover those though. I cover it with an individual bet to try to yeah, my yeah. goal is to never lose money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I throw a couple of long shots out there that that if they hit, they big hits. But I also cover my ass, so I don't. I, if the plan goes right, I don't lose money. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm gonna need something on them spread. The spreads for the Miami game, listeners, is thirteen and a half. That's crazy. I don't care how bad your team is. First round, the first of all, it's, it's the playoffs, homie. It's the, the playoffs. First round of the playoffs have been some, of, especially in the, within the last couple of seasons, it's been some of the closest and some of the highest scoring bet uh, games. So, like, look at that spread. Go with the over. <laughs> the um, the spread for the Ravens game. They they doing your team, your former team, dirty, Miss Janelle. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and put a little something on, put a little something on them to cover that. They they acting like the other players on the team don't matter, yeah. and you got some mm-hmm. world class because Lamar cozy on the sideline. Yeah, right? and them niggas. Mm-hmm. And they, if the season went how it planned, how it could have, how it was supposed to, they could have potentially won the division. So mm-hmm. with Lamar being out for a couple weeks already, they sleeping. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of snoozing going on. Okay. I don't like it. So C major, send me the screenshots when you've completed those bets, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, I already put. I, I combined our jumps together. So. Oh shit! Okay, no, that's cool. I like how he, how he works, uh, Miss Janelle, because as soon as the ticket is processed, I get a I get a screenshot. I get a text with my little mm-hmm. slip saying you won. Mm-hmm. Or you lost, whatever the case yeah, may be. He receipts. He's on it. Yeah, he's I, on it. Because not the thing is, I already had money in the account too. So this is for me as well <laughs> to make sure shit. So can. why don't he function for the show like that? Oh, like why is it? Why doesn't the efficiency carry over? Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> would you wait? <laughs> I mean, why you hold up? <laughs> why you pause with the beer like that? <laughs> Never mind. I was just, I was just saying stuff. I'm just asking a question. I like it, Mister Dell, but you know, you know who we dealing with. <laughs> he try to act like his did his camera actually freeze or is he just? <laughs> It didn't. He's being a fucker. Damn, lying, lying. Is there a cash out option for my parlay, or is that locked in? Um, I want to see where that is. If it, if there is a cash out option, 
Because what these apps also allow you to do, Miss Chanel, while he's looking that up, mm-hmm. is but cash I- out <laughs> before the end of your bet based on mm. how much of your bet is, you know, what the new odds are. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I like that feature yeah. because that will attract more, more users <laughs> and the stock prices go up. Thought you might like that. Yeah. But I'm not sure how they handle the type of parlay I put down. Okay. But they'll let you know mm-hmm. if that option is in there. With yeah. You. Like if you bet, for instance, that the Jaguars were going to win and at halftime, the cash out option would have shot your shit down to like, like I put $20 on it. Just, you know, mm-hmm. the cash out option at halftime would have been like a dollar three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the odds were so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. So right now, now, you want to save face? So right you now, take you, this dollar. You're a little bit over fifty percent of return on the twenty that you put down for your. So if I cashed out, holiday, I would. You get fifty four. I get fifty four if I yeah. cashed out. <sighs> See, my the the not losing money aspect is That's, is kicking in. Yeah. But I feel I feel good. We're gonna let it ride. I'll be in touch with you after the one o'clock game. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's like midway one. through the one o'clock game, we should start to get some updates on the next set of games. Who's in, who's out, what they feeling like, the weather, all of that stuff plays a part. So but I'm liking I'm liking taking my money and running with only two games played. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking that. That's a nice little come up for a two game joint. All right, man. Uh, this week. What did I do this week? A lot of work, work kicked up, work ramped up. I think we said maybe an episode or two ago that ramp that work was about to ramp up. At least I said that for me. And it is. It is. I'm also in the middle of taking a class. So I'm finding, you know, I'm trying to find time to fit in class work and work. So that's always interesting. Um, I don't know if you hit record while Miss Janelle was mentioning this, but Krispy Kremes released the Biscoff themed set of donuts that uh, that got me in a chokehold. Mm. Let me tell you how sick this was. I went straight from the gym to Krispy Kremes. Mm. <laughs> I figured I burned. You know, I was three days in, feeling good, not crazy legs and arms are good cardio is mm-hmm. on tap miss janelle i'm running at four now <laughs> you okay. know what i'm saying i used to run at three nice little calorie nice little calorie yeah, i used to run at three miles per hour like understand how short my legs are first before you judge <laughs> if you're judging understand how short i am for, for perspective i'm significantly taller than Greece, and i walk at about 3.7 miles there you go <laughs> so my walk is at two you see what I'm saying? My normal, my normal grazing is about two, two point one. But if I want to like work, you know, get some energy, get my cardiovascular in tune, all I gotta do is kick it up to three and just hit a nice little slight jog. But now I'm up to four, okay. and, and I'm feeling. I was feeling good. I saw the the hot and ready light, and I said, mm-hmm. "Well, I think I earned this." They have something called. The biscuit lovers combo, and that just 
I was like, well, I don't even have to think about it. Give me one of those. <laughs> and then y'all worked it out for yeah. me. Yeah. It was a dumb price too. Like I've never spent $30 at Krispy Kreme. There's no reason why you should ever spend $30. But when you, I, I've hit the age, Miss Janelle, where I don't want to think too hard at, mm-hmm. at any fast food establishment. So if you've already, I'm the sucker that falls for whatever you got, whatever that promo is that's on the menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the package deal is. Yes, yes. That one. Yeah. The joint that they intro with at the, at the pull up. Yeah. Like, Would you like to try our? Yes. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> Especially at new places, right? Like at mm-hmm. classic at McDonald's. Uh, no, I don't fall for that. You can't get me to right. try your new spin on chicken tenders. That's not happening. <laughs> Mickey D's, but at places I've never been, like my first time at Del Taco, they was like, would you like to try the blah, blah, blah combo? I was like, sure. I've never been here before. That's great. Give me, mm-hmm. yes. Give me, that gives me how many of what? I get three diarrheas and two, <laughs> two colon blasters. Great. Two colon blasts and a heartburn. Nice. <laughs> Love that. And it was delicious. And now I know what to get next time at Del Taco. And now I know what to expect afterwards. So... I'm in line. I tell her, give me whatever the Biscoff, whatever that box of (laughs) magic y'all had blasted on the screen. I want one of those. And then just in case they're nasty, (laughs) Mm because it's the part, I don't want to waste a trip. So let me get three of your lemon fields. (laughs) Let me get what I know. (laughs) Because if these are trash, I need a backup plan. So I came home presented it to the family everybody looked around looked at each other i said well there's three of each so we all can kind of cut we cut them in half and figure out which ones we like see what's yeah. up dunished c major dunished i i don't know how to explain how magical that cheesecake was. i'm not even a fan of cheesecake but let me tell you about the cheesecake filling that miss janelle is eating right now it's not even filled in it's on top of the donut so if you don't fuck with it you can scrape that shit off if you don't fuck with it but it's just enough it's, and it's uh, i thought maybe these would be too sweet no, Mm-mm. they got it right. They got it mm-hmm. right, listeners. If you've ever flown on a flight and you've turned down the little Biscoff cookie, first of all, shame on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tough break, nigga. Shame on you. Wow, yeah. Those cookies yeah, hit. Yeah. yeah, those cookies hit. Matter of fact, when I see people pass, I holler. In first class, you can holler at home, girl. You can holler at the flight attendant. And ask him or her to bring whatever they didn't. Just go ahead. Give me another one of those. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Part, pardon me. I'm a Sky Miles member and I would like two cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you always throw that in their face when you're a member. Like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Miss, yes. Yes. Miss Greasy. We see you here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would like two of those cookies. And another Another vodka tonic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wild combo. (laughs) But for those of you who've had the Biscoffs, I highly recommend you go. Even if you, I know a lot of us made some resolutions this year. You try to get your shit together. Treat yourself. Get one. 
and just try it. Get one a week. They're here to the end of the month, I believe. So you got enough time to try to get one or two in before the end of the month. Try it. They're, they're phenomenal. And they didn't pay me. And I really got to stop doing that. Hey, man. Because... We talking to our loved ones and we and we sharing good information, man. Yeah. Took a trip into the city yesterday. Okay. There's only one one IKEA in the area and it's in the city. Okay. And the mistake I made was going after the radio show. So it's high traffic. Mm-hmm. Every kid is there with their family jumping on furniture. They ain't put the kids in the little kid zone, the little happy area. Oh, that was packed out. What you talking about, Ms. Janelle? Oh. <laughs> the kid zone. It was at capacity. <laughs> the kid zone was past pandemic capacity, past <laughs> pre-pandemic capacity. Uh, I forget how much people just come to IKEA. And kick it. Yeah. And eat. Yes. And chill. <laughs> When I saw the amount of cars in the lot, I was like, let me get my other mask. Like, you know, you got your mm-hmm. you got your casual mask that you right. that you like run into the store real quick and you like, okay, it's usually not a lot of people in here, but let me just cover up my airways and go grab a few things and run out. And then you got your suction to your face mask, like the one that yeah. is uncomfortable. <laughs> But you know what it is. You know where you're going and you need that extra layer of of protection. So I had that joint on and the kids, C major, the kids, they lay on all the beds. They sit on all the chairs. They they lay down on the couches. They sit at all the tables. They stand on tables. They try to run the water in the fake sinks. Like they, they touch everything, the little play area, Miss Janelle had dirt, like real, like dirt. We inside, like sand. In no, there? no, this is just caked on dirt from oh god, hundreds of thousands of kids. <laughs> That's outside dirt. That ain't yeah. Dang. Oh geez. Me, me, and 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 and, and the homie was like, Yo, like you, you clearly see that dirt in these kids of raw skin. They haven't sprayed that down. Ever. No. Why would they? Oh, jeez. It's mats they flipping on, and the corners of the mats are just black, just just mm. with shoe. Sut. <laughs> Sut is a good. <laughs> Sut is a great word. Just fucking sut, and y'all just rolling your head like a kid put his head right on that. To do a somersault, yeah, he, yeah, he went so dumb. It first. was all ringworm, pink eyed, yeah, RSV. The way her stepson's, <laughs> the the way her stepson's uh, young lady and I froze, and we just stared, and and like she don't had no poker face, so her face was tore up. <laughs> I was sitting there with I was the, itching. yeah, she's like, y'all just letting up, and she talks. Loud, mm. you know she she from the school of Jita. You know, what I'm saying? like, mm. what y'all gonna do? Beat y'all gonna? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Fight me? So I whip your ass, right. right? So she she like y'all just letting them touch that, like, and just kept and and one of the parents was <laughs> one of the mothers like, oh, oh. Man. <laughs> that is that. 
Yes. <laughs> Carter, come on. Nah. Carter, lick it. <laughs> Carter Colton. <laughs> That's when you know when you were the last, when you was the baby they didn't prep for. Fine. <laughs> Just go ahead. Carter Colton. Brayton, come on. It's time Mm-mm. to go. Brayton? Slim. You are. You know. remember George Carlin running down them names. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen the comedic skit or bit where George Carlin is angry at all the all the Coltons <laughs> classic bit classic bit when he runs down all those names and how and how douchey they wind up being as adults <laughs> it's hilarious and true and true yes oh shit oh next door neighbor came over reintroduced himself Cause I cut my hair. I think he didn't think he met me before, but he did. And we, you know, there is racism involved. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. mm-hmm. he didn't meet me, but you know, Hey, uh, I think I met your, met your partner there. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was me, but okay. <laughs> like it's the same dude that swerved across the street yeah. to introduce himself mm-hmm. in the car with his wife. Like, Hey, we live right across the street. I'm yeah, Bruce. Bro. They said that shit like a commercial. I'm Bruce. I'm Jen. <laughs> what the fuck? You <laughs> said you was having a real life sitcom moment. No, mm-hmm. it feels like it. But he's got a list of all the neighbors on the street with their contact information. This is I've never heard of this wow. before. I've never heard of this before. So I gave him my Google number because fuck all, fuck all that. You ain't finna call my real number. Yeah. And. He's like, hey, you know, we just like if there's ever anything you need, you can reach me. You could call me. I'll get uh, when I text you. I'll you'll have my number and you can lock it. I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. But I think it's one of those things. What I was talking to my grandmother about back in the day, your you knew all your neighbors. Like y'all, y'all would go out and just casually speak and talk. And when you went on vacation, you would tell the neighbor so that they can grab your mail for you or mm-hmm. pull your trash out, pour it back in. Look at C Major's face. He's angry. What is your... <laughs> why do you look like that? You know? I, would, I, would, I don't like that would, shit at all. What? I'd be mad as shit when we come out the door at the same time. Well, you and the lion. You and the mountain lion. So yeah. it's never That's any different. reason for you to really communicate or have them do stuff for you. But as grandma's breaking it down to me, I'm like, oh, okay, I see the benefit of, you know, if there's an emergency or something and we had to jet to Maryland, I could see calling Bruce, hey, can you pull the trash to the curb or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it still gave me like... It gave me a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of weirdo vibes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not like C Major said. I'm not used to. You meet that one cool neighbor in a neighborhood in the urban area. You know that one that y'all mm-hmm. just a lot. Y'all might have the same line of thinking. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm here, but this is yeah. what I could afford, and we about to be out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or we trying to turn this neighborhood around if that's your MO. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's do a block party for the kids. Let's let's do something nice. You, you get one of those type of neighbors. This was a little seeing the spreadsheet. When he printed it, like he printed it out. 
And then he started pointing at the different and like, uh, oh, right there, that's that's Jen and such and such. And right there, that's Sylvia. And on either side of you, that's Frank and that's Beth. And Beth just lost her. Husband. Like he went down the whoa slip. Maybe that's that. We also aren't used to that southern hospitality shit neither. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep an open mind. I, I, that shit's making me cringe even more. But yeah. Yeah, because there's a fine line between being connected and mind your fucking business. Mm, like that part. That oh. So I told them not. You I made a spreadsheet. I huh? told them nothing. You know me. I don't give up mm-hmm. information anyway. I'm just from the class of you. You literally got to ask me. Like yeah. you can't just start giving up your information and then and then like and you. I'm like I'm fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel pressure at any, at I any never, moment to, to share like you no, shared. No, no. You're not about to find out who all lives here because I feel like that's where he was going. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't hit me till we were down the street. I was like, oh, he did all of that to try to find out who all here. He, he met, he's like, I know you have friends and family in the area. So, so you've been watching. Watching. That's cute. Okay. So as long as you did, know. Did he do this? Just look around you. Like, nah. Nah. <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. Uh, what's that? How, how, <laughs> nah. But we quiet. You know how we roll, Miss Janelle. I'm quiet as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like every blue moon, you might hear some loud music coming from the house. But it ain't. In the neighborhood we're in, it, it's not. It'll For me, I go to bed at 930, so it's never going to be late at night. That's A. And then B, it's a dude two blocks down in an old beat up Bronco that be having beats. Like he got an old school like 2003 system in the back of that Bronco Mm. and he makes this whole street bounce. Okay. And it don't matter when he leaves for work at five in the morning. You hear the you hear it when he it's all it's all bass. (laughs) Nice little country white boy. So if if noise is ever ever come, <laughs> you need to start. You there. need to go down the street to homeboy. Uh, other than that, like I keep to my goddamn self. But you know, I'm I'm glad I said that because y'all was vibing with me. Like he was trying to get a little more information when he was breaking down who lived where. I've been here for twenty years, and such and such been. They were here when we got here, and then I'm like, oh, so you telling mm-hmm. us what you telling me is that we the newcomers. We need to fall in line and give you all this information. That's not happening. You know me. You met Rhonda. You met me twice, but you only think you met me Mm -hmm. once. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not telling you who lives here. That's none of your business. And you have a Google number, which I do check on occasion. So that's enough. That's enough contact for now. Mm hmm. Something to keep in mind, C major, especially when you start making, when you, when you start thinking about moving into a neighborhood, you want to kind of get an idea who you're moving next to and around. So we'll see. I'll keep. I'll keep my. I, I got an eye on him. Uh, <laughs> As you should. Yeah. 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 He sent me. He handed me this with a smiley face on it. <laughs> Be able to slap. 
That means he got he got like a he got stickers on deck. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. So it says welcome. It's a welcome letter. And it just kind of lists all the different community level HOAs available, which we were aware of. But it's good to have this because I have a contact number just in case I want to hit up the pool or something. Mm. But the smiley face was nuts, though. I start thinking. I start looking you up. Watch out for the smiley face, young. You just got to like even when you start hitting up the HOA amenities and shit. Go to the pool. You just see one of the stickers on the gate or some shit. You got to watch. Yeah, if I see another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I see another smiley face sticker, I'm definitely having some uh, metal shutters in- installed. <laughs> Me and her stepson about to really lock this place down. Yeah. We might we might have to prepare for the purge over here, Joe. Mm. <laughs> you see too many smiley faces and just walk in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You, you had the grocery store and the the sticker on the motherfucking to... uh, watermelons got the smiley face and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have to turn that attic space into a panic room <laughs> and low and, and put some weaponry in there. Let me, let me call Jeter on his birthday and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nigga. Happy birthday. So about these guys. <laughs> For real. That's how my week been. How y'all been? Um, my week was was I work work is work. Uh like you, Greece, as we discussed the pivot, um, I'm in the process of working on getting a, a certification that will pretty much allow me to write my own ticket in the in the payroll administration world. Um, so I'm embarking on that mission. Um, niggas are hitting me up for W-2s. Mm. I'm like, relax. Mm. <laughs> relax. Ain't and nobody hit you up January 2nd? Slim. Oh, they did. <laughs> but like now it's ramping up. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like, your your tax preparer can probably take your last stub and, and do what needs mm-hmm. to be done. But I, I understand people like what they're used to. Um, so that process has happened. I'm going to pick up a little bit of OT. That's going to make the check lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, watch the dope ass movie. Y'all need to get into it if y'all haven't already. It's called Nobody. Available on HBO Max. Who's in it? I have no idea. Okay. That no. perfect. <laughs> I'm in. Locked in. Matter of fact, and this motherfucker was the perfect cat to be in this joint. And it is the shit. Like it's literally like when you it, when you watch it. Let me know because we got to chop it up about this joint. Oh, shit. I moved my keyboard. Just an obscure, obscure ass actor, and he did the damn thing. And <laughs> film twenty twenty one. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. From top to bottom, beginning to end, and it's a quick joint too. It's like an hour and a half, and they give you everything you need. Oh, I've seen him before, but yeah, I, I feel you. But but yeah, he's not just a nigga that you just keep his name. No, on no, 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 no. <laughs> No, he's one. He goes along like if there was a white version of that black list that we came up with with Co. Oh, that nigga. Yeah, he on that list. He's on that list. Yes. Yeah. So that was the shit. Uh, got introduced to the Biscoff Krispy Kremes by you. You're welcome. The work of the devil. <laughs> um. Got bullied into 
taking some home by the dawn mm-hmm. because you know you don't tell her no. Um, and yeah, I just dealt with that. And so, so I'm good. <laughs> Off tomorrow, seen a few flyers with uh, MLK holding Casamigos. So hey. niggas are still at it. What <laughs> <laughs> a culture. I saw somebody. At least he had a crown on. He ain't have a do rag on. I saw somebody uh, post defund the promoters <laughs> with the list of all the flyers from those weekend. Yeah, it's like because the shit, some of the shit like the graphic wise be Jack Crisp, and I'm like, you're really burning up the talent to get these. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all me get to the bag. Mm-mm. My week Mm-mm. was uh. I don't support it. <laughs> oh, tuned into your show right as uh the choice is yours was on. So the love Mister Long was me. Oh, I knew who it was. <laughs> I knew who it was immediately. Yeah, I have to make phantom comments. No, I appreciate so. it. <laughs> and they really need to fix that. Like the Android hate is real. It's it's yeah. it's terrible what they do to y'all. And that's rude. Cause I think y'all still make up the majority of cell phone users. So to have apps that don't allow you full access is nuts. It's nuts. But I do appreciate you tuning in. I was in my personal bag. I, I wasn't getting a lot of request in the very beginning mm-hmm. so i was like well let me let me just play what i want to hear today and it seemed to work because like midway through i had a i had a sizable audience in there and people's fucking with it so i just kept going by the time you tuned in that was probably as deep if not deep deeper than some of my previous saturday shows mm-hmm. and the the audience is growing so i'm i'm fucking with it hey we back Wednesday, wind down Wednesday for your slow slow jams. The old heads are trying to they trying to steal it away from you youngins. I'm telling you now. <laughs> yeah. They creeping in there and they were they requesting all their hits. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind because I, I, I fuck with everything. So Yeah, I, man. The best slow jams though. Hey, hey man. I'm biased though. I know. I mean, but we old we old souls <laughs> at heart. So I never I never feel away. When the aunties come in there and start requesting Luther and and, and hey man, but LTD and shit. Real, real quick though, y'all y'all start sharing music with your family. I know that everybody got their buds and they, but start just having moments where you just play something in the house mm-hmm. and just let everybody feel it. Because a lot of my love for for seventies and sixties R and B old school shit came straight from my mom and dad. Because mm-hmm. Saturday morning, that's what we was just going to hear pumping through the house. Mm-hmm. And like, even now, you know, my mom will, will be vibing or something or something come on because, you know, she listens to what she fucks with. And I'll sing something word for word. She'd be like, what you know about that? I'd be like, mom, you played this shit. <laughs> like, right. I had no choice. <laughs> this right. is this is seared into my brain from being in the car with you, being in the house cleaning up. Like, but that was that was a gift, man. Like, I understand it as a gift in my adulthood. Yeah. Like share music with your family and and listen to some of the kids shit too. Like stay fresh. Like listen to some of the shit they fuck with. Let them have a little bit of time. 
but but play the shit that you fucked with and let them hear where where the influence of the people they fuck with like where it originated like i loved hearing old school shit and then when I hear, you know, my shit, when I was turning my shit on, I'd be like, oh, that's where Jay-Z got that joint. Oh, that's where Nas got that. Oh, that's where Q-Tip got that from. Yeah. Because then you can have a connection. And I just, you know, I'm just about keeping the culture alive. But a hundred percent, a major part of that is sharing music with your peoples. You got to share music. And, and one of the things that often shocks me is when I hear, when I talk to somebody in their 20s and they tell me that music wasn't really played in the house. And that they don't have it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And 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 when I talk to coworkers where music is wasn't the forefront, I thought everybody got up Saturday morning and heard music <laughs> played through the, the house. I, I just thought yeah. that and and understanding that that's more of a cultural thing than anything else. And that a lot of, you know, our 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 white counterparts probably were introduced to music via live venues and festivals and things that you know uh more kind of uh, in-person tangible events Mm -hmm. that i respect that too because if if we could have we would have been there we would have been at all Mm -hmm. the shows trust and believe so our personal our concerts uh were saturday morning whereas they you know would tag along with their parents to go see eagles or some shit like that Mm -hmm. or fleetwood mac that's some dope shit to me. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. like they t- they brought you? <laughs> yeah, like you was on their shoulders while they was partying the rush. Right. <laughs> yeah. That shit is wild to me. Like that was date night. Like I had to stay somewhere mm-hmm. else for that. I couldn't go see the whispers. What? <laughs> uh, even though I sang all the songs and danced and knew all the words, they wasn't about to spend no money on me to go see the whispers. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I yeah, I second that. Janelle definitely encouraged the kids to listen. Um, we was given a host stepson uh, a reintroduction because I know he did mm-hmm. hear it before, and his young lady to Drew Hill Stylings. Um, mm-hmm. Deep cuts though, not the not the mm-hmm. you know everybody heard beauty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> y'all know that shit. Y'all know that, that shit. But like uh, the remake of the love we had. And, mm-hmm. and and you had to like really break it down. And we did this on the producer's episode of the mentality of jazz and Cisco while they did that song. Like, the, you know, Cisco's going to wild up, wild out similar yeah. to Wanye. Like, you know who your cool nigga mm-hmm. is and you know who the wild out nigga is. So you lined them up accordingly for the appropriate yeah. parts for them to spaz out or do their thing. So I was breaking that down for them. And I was like, man, let's just keep it going. So we kept the the shuffle on Drew Hill and your boy popped up, Miss Janelle. The joint was Scola. Scola! <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot, I keep forgetting that song is a Drew Hill song because it sounds, while it sounds like Drew Hill, it doesn't sound like Drew Hill at the same mm-hmm. time. And it's such a a well-crafted song yeah it's so dramatic yeah it's i was like god damn why do i feel everything like mm-hmm. yes you feel everything yes. the feeling yeah. yes like the the amount of begging the struggle all of that shit yeah mm-hmm. was amplified 
great album. Great, yeah, great Drew Hill album. If you haven't heard that one, that's a great one. Oh, I'm sorry, C Major. How was your week, man? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, man, my week wasn't about nothing. Hit the hit up the <laughs> shop. Did, did, you know, recorded some tracks. Finally, can say I actually started recording tracks for a solo project. So. You know, no no concrete detail. Not even gonna size y'all up, but recordings have been made and they have been dedicated to a specific project. Um so yeah, outside of that, man, I just been cooling. Just sway. Who, who's producing people. who's producing the cuts that you already got together? So uh it's the majority sway, but sway there's also I'm I'm trying to see how I'm gonna work it out. Cause there's some jumps by whole steps on that I, that the world need to need okay. to hear. Let me tell you something about Big Raw, and that's this is the only time you're gonna hear me call him by that name. I hate that moniker. He gets <laughs> he gets packages delivered here, and then jumps say Big Raw B. Yeah, man, I <laughs> you hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's been burning you up. I just can't call that kid that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What I look like calling him that. Yeah. <laughs> How I look calling you. I'd rather say the very uncomfortable uh, name of whole stepson than <laughs> that. You know, <laughs> like, but he's made connections down here already. Like, shit is really popping for him. And I'm super proud of what he's doing and what he's accomplished so far. Like, hey. He stayed Major, working. when you release these cuts, can you link Big Ra and Suede's Cash App to these cuts? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that you may so that I can pay them directly. Them. <laughs> got you. Got you. He trying to work out the payment plan for 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 Big Ra. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Is yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I do appreciate about about my kid about the kid is the paperwork is want to get paid. Oh, the paperwork is <laughs> is legit. <laughs> all the all the unions and licenses and groups that you're supposed to sign up for. Be, yeah, so you Big Rod used to do work at my old job because you know he's he's just a tactician with putting stuff together and mm-hmm. all that. So our company had a big need. For, paperwork be air t- he's i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen mm-hmm. the sun is gonna rise in the east <laughs> and big rise gonna get his money <laughs> that's, that's what's gonna happen yeah no i fuck with that no problems calling you at, at your old position to be like uh, uh, so i work these hours on these days the invoice was ready yeah and sir you can pick up your check now <laughs> <laughs> at my office my man started talking to me about BMG ass cap and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all your shit is legit. I see how C Major is slacking on actually putting something out. He's got to pay you. <laughs> He's got to pay you. Okay. Sheesh. My man's got lawyers on the team. Uh, he's doing it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Can't can't wait for for it to blow. You know what I'm saying? Like you just know some shit about the blow. And he's so talented, yeah. man. Super talented. Show. Super talented. Show. 
she made you get something to start the show, or did you want? Do you had anything else that oh, you no, wanted to it. get off your chest? That you see good. his face. His week really wasn't about shit. Wasn't yeah. About <laughs> I thought maybe I tried, Mr. <laughs> I know. I call my Brody for the stash, you know we rolling the dude. He said he got a J, a hash, and now we're diving like screw. You know there's nothing but them clouds as soon as we in the room. We need it from this Mary Jane that a flower will bloom. I'm at the days of being broke, but my flow is for me. I said I came up off the steps like it was Trigger's tree. I never die a thousand deaths, I'd rather stand on my feet. Remember days right out in Towson, we were deeper than Jeeps, you know. I'm talking great. Yo, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host, T. Reezy, with my co-host, Janelle, and our producer extraordinaire, C Major. And I might clip this show up like I did last time, mm-hmm. if if things get out of hand. Sometimes we got to show the, the listeners your face. Yeah. Cause they don't, cause like I've heard older shows and like I'll bust out laughing. And I'm like, the people didn't understand no. that in that little airspace, you did something with your face that fucked me up. But I think that that, that clip helped. Because- <laughs> <laughs> it was so true. So I want to say off the break, I am wearing a brace. I am, I have officially turned into my mother. Yeah. Carpal tunnel is a thing it's real of trying to prevent myself from having surgery so i know i talk with my hands so if you see them flying and you're like what happened that's what, or if you don't care why she dressed like the <laughs> <laughs> out of everybody the fucking undertaker yeah. <laughs> nuts nuts let's get into some jive news a man started dating a sex doll after his fiance left him and, and, and even introduced the doll to his mom. The Aussie carpenter from rural New South, South Wales had been left frozen in a state of loneliness in 2021 when he ordered Karina online after searching for sexual stimulation tools. Despite having zero knowledge about sex dolls, the 54-year-old said, Karina changed his life in many ways and finally gave him something to care for. Only two months after purchasing Karina, Rod made the big decision to introduce her to his mom in Victoria for Christmas. The 85-year-old was shocked, but after some encouragement, Rod's mom was picking out jewelry and clothes for Karina. In the end, she warmed up. It was like a long-lost daughter. She really got into it, he said. Since purchasing the doll... Rod has taken an interest in photography and manages an Instagram account at Karina underscore lovely dedicated to Karina's modeling shots. Not only has his social skills improved since ordering Karina, but Rod also secured a contract with a Chinese manufacturer to photo photograph promotional material for their adult dolls. Did did y'all go to, well, it's private. 
Karina underscore lovely is is a private account. I'm gonna try to follow and see if he lets me in. Any comments, uh, Miss Chanel? Why well, quiet over there? Was uh... I'm gonna lead with love. Okay. It said that his social skills have improved. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to turn this into a source of income for mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's really sad. It's really sad. And I understand his mother getting into it because, first of all, she loves her child. And if this is your thing, cool. I can play dress up with it and, and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause ultimately y'all are going to get the fuck out of my house. I I get it. Right. We're going to play along to get along, but <laughs> it's very, and, and it's very interesting because my touchy subject today is dealing with loneliness, but we'll get into that later. But I think this is going to become a thing because we're entering an era where people really don't have social skills mm-hmm. where people have social anxiety even. Um, but if this is, if this is what he's doing for companionship, if it, if it grounds him and, and brings him happiness, cool. But I hate that after, after things didn't work out with his fiance, he didn't feel like, he could interact with another woman, an, another human being in that way. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, you know, later he'll be ready again. And this might be temporary, but it's it's very interesting that that was the route <laughs> that he chose to take. Well, obviously, see, that the bitch did him dirty. I, there's a lot of men out here has been on the urge of just... Uh, we could get over just the pussy aspect of the women, we'd be done with y'all. Mm. And I want to congratulate this brother for finding his liberation. Would you though? Probably not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the comedic take. Okay. Bitches be tripping. <laughs> 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 we ain't fucking with these bitches no more, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> can can you do the can you do the bitches be tripping, Jimmy? <laughs> I swear I'm done with bitches. At it's like, you know, <laughs> don't they be swearing? Love with another. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time I'm getting a bitch break. <laughs> oh man i have so many names all right let's move on (laughs) woman hit 43 million dollar jackpot on a slot machine however the casino said it was a malfunction and instead they offered her a steak dinner no y'all gonna have to come up off of that i'm sorry y'all gonna have to fix the glitch on y'all and but right now you have to run me my money. Let me tell you how deep the conspiracy goes. The, the okay. state of New York is in on it because the New York State Gaming Commission said Bookman's machine had malfunctioned. 
and that she actually only won $2.25. No. So some payouts went around. Some handshakes were made to the New York State Gaming Commission to make to ensure that this casino would never have to pay out. Because how did they know that the game had malfunctioned? How how did how did the gaming commission know that the game had malfunctioned? And if the if the casino had a history of this game malfunctioning, why didn't they shut it down? I've been in live and seen games that were not that were not lit up, not turned on because apparently there might have been something. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck that! I, no, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm something getting burnt down. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just stumbled across Amazon delivery driver falls into septic tank while delivering a package. Hey, Slim, y'all got to... <laughs> what the fuck? Why isn't that part of the yard What? What? blocked what? off? Oh, what in oh the hell? hell no. Oh, what in no. The whole, I lost it, but that literally just flashed across... I hate how social media just decides to refresh for you sometimes. Yeah. Because I need the details. Okay. Anyhow. Oh, wait a minute. I'm seeing something else that might be. Wait a minute. Watch. I'm going to lose that, too. Yeah, I lost it. Anyway. Let's get back to what's in our group chat and blight delays in the U.S. after FAA computer outrit out outage. Excuse me, I don't know why I wanted mm-hmm. to throw an R in there. This was all day Tuesday, right? This was pretty much the entire day. Maybe mm-hmm. it got. Um, this was all flights, right? This was uh, just. Oh no, this was just the U.S. Thousands of flights across the U.S. were canceled or delayed Wednesday. Oh, this was Wednesday. I'm all the way wrong. After a system that offers safety information to pilots failed and the government launched an investigation into the breakdown, which grounded some planes for hours, the Federal Aviation Administration says preliminary indications trace the outage to a damaged database file. The agency said it would take steps to avoid another similar disruption. The breakdown showed how much American air travel depends on the computer system that generates alerts called notice to air missions. Let me tell you something about databases. Mm-hmm. They're only as good as the data you put in. Them. So if the FAA manage it, has an administrator that's doing their job with these databases you can find where this corrupted file came from. There's no way you can't find where this file came from and you can address those folks appropriately. Ms. Janelle, you had other theories on what was going on. They figuring out the least that they have to do to shut it down. I think it's all like power grids being attacked and the government for some reason not calling it terrorist attacks they're calling Mm -hmm. it vandalism this issue they see it they see in all the weak points they see in they see in how little it'll take to have us all the way fucked up so little too so little when they get rid of cash 
and everybody's going to be walking around digitally paying for things. That's that's the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. That's why I still just go to ATM every now and then and just take a cool three. I don't care how y'all could try to scare me all you want with the germs. It been had germs on it. It had germs on it since since I was a kid. Yeah. Y'all, y'all telling me how, what lives on a dollar bill. I've been I've been had stripper ass on my fingers. Yeah, my, my entire body, life. Definitely, my body it. has an app for that. Yes. My bodies are already built to fuck all of that up because we've been dealing with it forever. But like, it's a lot of establishments in the city now in dc and yeah. trying to do cash i mean you know like no cash yeah fuck that i'm not fucking with you then yeah i told if I like can't pay for my sandwich with this this ten dollar bill and uh it's yeah it's a lot of them in the city not so much here i didn't see too much too many down here yet but it's coming mm-hmm. it's coming uh let's move on biden administration weighs nationwide ban on gas stove reports um, or on gas stoves and <coughs> colon reports. Millions of Americans may soon be entering not stove season. I don't know what that means or if that was supposed to be funny. But the Biden administration is considering a nationwide ban on gas stoves, citing the harmful pollutants released by the appliances. According to a report, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is mulling the action after recent studies showed emissions from the devices can cause health and respiratory problems. Um, this is something that they've been known for years. This isn't new. Proposing a ban is, to, in my opinion, it feels like a money play. We're going to stop y'all from, we're going to, you can't ban it. You can't go into every home and get rid of them. But what you can do is, put some type of emissions testing in play, much like you have to take your car to emissions to pass the emissions test. And so what manufacturers are going to have to do is build stoves, gas stoves at a certain emission that only allow a certain amount of pollutants in the air. And then those will be more expensive. You'll have uh, a newly created government organization that's specifically going to test these stoves and then if you still decide you want a gas stove after all of that you're going to pay so much more for it than your electric counterpart that you 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 might give up on a gas stove that's how that's how they're going to effectively get rid of it if this goes through if if he considers it the the person who wrote this story or the entity um First of all, it's very biased and wrong. Uh, the Biden administration isn't proposing the ban. And it's something that states have already enacted. You know, California is always at the forefront of they have anything so having many to rules. do with the move Move to California. Please, no. Everybody go to Cali. <laughs> and then you tell me how, many ta- how much you got to do to live in Cali. Yeah. Um, and what's happening is they, they already have a ban on them being installed into new construction. And mm-hmm. this is not a thing that the president is going to sign off on, but it is a thing that'll make um, radical Republicans turn on all the gas in their house and sit there quietly while they go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you already hear people, you know, you, you when this story dropped, I already saw shit where people were, I'm going to keep my gas and my guns and my, okay, cool. But it's something to rile people up and all of that shit. I think New York is, 
already got something in place where new construction isn't having gas in it. And mm-hmm. and they're, they're citing the fact that their infrastructure isn't good and isn't tight you enough. Can't. You don't want gas flowing through some of these brownstones. You don't want <laughs> gas flowing through these 600 square foot apartments. Yeah, we haven't done our due diligence, so y'all don't want to do that. Uh, and, and it's so wild to me, though, how we as a society, the United States, buck back at shit that is supposed to help us. Like when we say safety, when we like we didn't they didn't come and say the Gestapo wants you to stop using your gas stove. They're saying the Consumer Safety Commission said that. Oh, no, 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 Miss Janelle. This is I'm this reading. is nothing. This is cash. This is Yo. a cash <laughs> thing. They want us to spend all this money to replace Smell. our stoves. And once we replace our stoves, then we can't even cook our food appropriately because what's going to happen when we have a power outage and everybody with electric stoves are short because you're not going to be able to use it. Hey, you know what I, I'm saying? I, I, I hear you. That. So I'm going to keep my gas, my guns. Because <laughs> yep. they conspiring against like, the cast iron skillet users. Okay. What we doing? That the cast iron is not as effective on the electric stove. <laughs> Yeah. To the gas. 100%. I see the little onk pushing, protruding <laughs> through your foreheads. Like, nah, but like, it's crazy because. That the maker of the cast iron skillet was Henry Cass, a black man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because, you know, like, if you're our age, you know, your parents or definitely your grandparents came around, you know, they were alive before seatbelts were actually naturally in cars. Yep. Like, <laughs> and. Yep. You know, my grandma and mom have talked to me about how crazy it was, like how mad people were at the notion, like, what the Why fuck? Why you going to make me put a seatbelt on? <laughs> Let me tell you something. My dad to this day hates putting a seatbelt on. <laughs> to this fucking day, you're not going to tell him what to do in his car. And that's all this is about. This is all yeah. this all this is about is the government telling me what to do. I can't drink and drive and I need to put a seatbelt on? <laughs> the fuck (laughs) people really want the freedom to fuck themselves up and i 100 (laughs) percent. yes why not we We let the weed smoke the weed is becoming legal state to state to state let me inhale these fumes i got you but and use my walk appropriately let me but if you have elementary school kid with the dodgeball (laughs) real junk right if you have a you can keep that Major, if you want a traumatic brain injury, cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like this, this, this story was hyperbole and very biased and crazy. And nobody's coming to rip your gas stove out of your house. Um, the Consumer uh, Safety Report also had a list of things to do to ensure that you know you don't suffer the effects that could possibly come about for your you know having a gas stove in your house. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, <laughs> it's interesting to watch. Like, you know, it's like, you can't tell me if I want to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With my 100%. head in my oven. <laughs> if I want to, if I want to play leapfrog <laughs> through my windshield, I, it's my I right. I should be able to do it. It's my right. My I'm already right. like, I'm already lighting my cigarette with my gas stove. hundred percent. Them motherfuckers <laughs> sucking in that shit from the stove is wild. That always look wild to me. Yeah. 
Definitely to hit a couple gas stove blunts. And that shit, that's yeah. <laughs> that the weed. <laughs> Stevie Seafood was a wild nigga. That's all I'm going to say. You know how much tick tick. If you hear that tick tick tick, there ain't no pot out. And this nigga got a new part. No, hey, uh, Stevie Seafood was wild. Because <laughs> like, what I was saying, cuz. <laughs> Face mirrored centimeters away from the flame. <laughs> Oh shit! I believe I, I watched Uncle Shango do that too. Yeah, rest in peace. I feel like oh, just, just swipe the cigar off the cement like that. <laughs> he was never any real in any real danger. Yeah, <laughs> all the shit that that he was supposedly in, he wasn't in no real he danger. What, what took him out was. On. Was was something on the inside of his body? It was mm-hmm. something. It was nothing else. <laughs> That'd be the wild shit when you think about all the ways that it should have happened. Yes, <laughs> you'd be like, nah, just just regular old ailment. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Let's move on. Employees at an Indian sports tech startup face a twelve hundred dollar fine if they contact staff who are on vacation. India's dream sports requires its employees to take a week off and unplug every year. That's wild. One week off. You're required. For a tech startup is hilarious to me. Mm. Any employee who contacts vacationing staff faces a $1,200 fine. Like other companies with vacation benefits, Dream Sports wants staff to take time off work even amid a labor shortage. An Indian tech startup has found a way to ensure employees are really disconnected from their work devices on their days off. It imposes a fine of $1,200 on staff who contact vacationing colleagues. This Mumbai-based tech company that runs fantasy sports platforms, Dream 11, told CNBC in an interview published on December 26th that it requires its employees to take a week off and unplug from the company system every year. And if anyone contacts them, they'll be fined $1,200. Well, I like it. I fucking love it. I'm all the way with that shit. Um, I don't have nothing to say. I wish I, I, could, company. I, wish I could send my supervisor a $1,200 cash app request each time they reach out to me on my day off. My company, I took some time off. Uh, they asked me, you know, could you make sure that the process is complete before you go? I said, I absolutely can. They said, um, can you take the laptop with you in case? I said, stop right there. No, I can't. I'm off. I'm not doing anything. I'm not answering any of y'all. And if y'all try to say that I have to, you will be taxed. Like, it's one of the things, because now I'm on the clock. Mm-hmm. I didn't take a vacation day. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. That's the no. point. And that's one way you can... It protects it protects them. Mm-hmm. It's not just about protecting the employees or the staff. It protects them as well. Because when you have this policy in place, that means you probably have somebody monitoring it or some mm-hmm. way to monitor that um, no one is contacting vacationing staff members. And that protects you from labor laws. I don't mm-hmm. know what they are in India or Mumbai, but I know here, like Ms. Janelle said, if you call me for any reason, 
even if it's a five minute chat, that's no longer a vacation day. Now, now I have to now now that this this is I'm not relaxed anymore. No. Nah. Because now the time it took me to open up my laptop, look at whatever the whatever the fuck it is you want to look at. <laughs> whatever bullshit you're talking about, yeah. This is no longer for and and I don't even say nothing anymore. I go and remove my vacation. Soon as that happens, that vacation day is taken off. I, I, I'm canceling that vacation day. Mm-hmm. And I had my old boss hit me up. You, you're canceling today's vacation? I said, yeah, such and such reached out to me today. I actually did work while I was on my way up to Maryland. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so sorry. I said, no need to apologize. Don't need to apologize. No. I'm here now. No, I, I'll use that day another time. But it's, it's simple to me. You know, in those instances where I would take a day to travel and they still reached out to me, okay. <laughs> I'll use that day somewhere else. But like you, if I'm on the beach, if I'm in another country and I'm supposed to be completely relaxed, yeah. Hell no. You you won't even hear from like good luck. Whatever it is, good luck. Yeah. And it's and it's the, no. They often try most businesses try to put the onus on you to cross train or do something called what they like to call knowledge transfer. Just in case you're not around, maybe somebody else on the team can handle mm-hmm. this responsibility. And the onus is not on us. I'm, I want to be the first. To, it's not on you. The management, whoever the supervisor is, mm-hmm. is supposed to do the knowledge transferring. But they often make us do it because either they don't have the time or they themselves don't know how to perform the task. And the latter is the, is the one. Yeah. Yeah. The latter is the, is the real reason why they can't handle knowledge transfers because they don't know how to do it. Now I've had bosses in the past straight up tell me that I don't know how to do this. Can you sit (laughs) me down and such and such so we can both learn how to, I respect that. Yeah. Because at least you want to learn too. Mm Mm-hmm. And the onus is no longer like if I do go on extended medical leave or what have you. Now there's two people there that could do this job. So, yeah, yeah, that's, but I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm I'm loving that. Pigeon caught wearing meth filled backpack inside a BC prison yard, according to reports. Prison guards uh, reportedly captured a pigeon carrying a meth filled backpack. John Randall, who's the president of the Pacific Region for Union of Canadian Correctional Officers. That's a wild title. (laughs) What do you put that? Does that fit on the car? (laughs) President of the Pacific Region for Union of Canadian Correctional Officers is a wild title. Okay. A pigeon was located at Pacific Institution inside the walls, and it appeared to have a small backpack. Sort of like a backpack attached to it. The pigeon was allegedly carrying 30 grams of crystal meth. The first comment I saw, free my nigga. (laughs) Hey, man. The sinister pigeon that they had with the red backpack, though, for the the article. (laughs) You love it. You love it. Oh, shit. 
got me thinking how how well designed was the pigeon pack. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pigeon satchel. Who <laughs> put that together so that his mobility was still proper? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some <sighs> scholars in the in the correctional facility. Yeah. yeah. Some scholars. Let's move on. Video body cam footage was released from when um Odell Beckham was escorted off the plane in Miami. A lot of things were cleared up for me. Odell is an asshole. <laughs> but no, that's no there's no denying yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, let's start here. Yeah. Let's start there. He's an asshole. But this But wasn't the flight that. attendants was crazy. Yeah. This wasn't That, that was that. crazy. And people can't get out of the way of Odell being an asshole yeah. to see that none of that should have, they shouldn't have taken it that far. Yeah. I've been on planes with several people in first class who have fallen asleep before the plane was fully boarded. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen flight attendants take their jobs that seriously. Ever. Ever. I've that seen a nice. dude go slam to sleep, seat and seat fully extended. Now you know you're not supposed to take off like that. Like that, yeah. Blanket over his head. I've seen that dude. Tray down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they ask for the Jack and Cokes before they get to their seat. I've seen. I've flown with these cats. Yeah, and that is. They don't. They can't stand it. And they'll say it. They'll tell the flight attendant as soon as they get on. I'm a really nervous flyer. Can I get two jacket cokes and a blanket? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They get their two jacks. They down it. They put the blanket over their head. Seat back. We don't hear from to the plane lands. Multiple times. I seen niggas pop the pills right before they hit TSA. Yep. (laughs) And dragged it. And crawl on their forearms onto the plane. <laughs> Drag their body like like motherfucking Rick James <laughs> off the leg or, ripping. Or for any of my Vikings fans, I Ivor the Boneless. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm about to send y'all a clip of Ivor the Boneless crawling around. This is for several seasons of Vikings. But you know, you know, as much as I'm fucked the police, anytime the police be like, huh? Why the fuck are we here? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. Um what else was oh Young Thug Juror was uh sentenced to a 30 page essay because they decided to go on vacation even after the judge told them not to, that they must report for trial. You go ahead and take me to jail, cuz. But, like, the killer with this, though, I dug deeper. His YSL. This person... (laughs) (laughs) This person actually, uh, it was sized up. This person didn't decide to just go on vacation. It was it was shown and proven that a it was a business trip and b that she had reached out to the court on several occasions to try to make arrangements to reschedule her jury duty. Um, 
somebody on Twitter said that Judge Glanville likes attention and is one of the worst black judges in Fulton. Um, and and he's doing a lot. Um, oh, this is the perfect case for him then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She contacted jury services, sent them an email as well as paper mail of her travel itinerary before leaving. Which for is her what you're supposed trip. to do. Yeah. I know. I, yep. I, I don't know what's going on in Georgia. I know that uh, Annapolis, uh, I've done jury duty for Anne Arundel County. They give you instructions if they're extenuating cir- circumstances. Work is one of them. Scheduled surgery is one of them. You know, so you can contact them mm-hmm. and they, they put you back on the rotation. Um, and he, and he opted to not hold her in contempt, uh, after she made every move to not be negligent on her summons. Mm -hmm. So he lectures her about how years ago, black people couldn't serve on juries. Um, he's telling her that he wants an APA style with 10 primary sources and 10 secondary sources. Get the fuck out of here. He don't even know what APA style means. And he wants to discuss the essay with her. And, and they, and, and people chimed in saying that this particular judge often does fuck shit and a lot of grandstanding and a lot of bullshit under the guise of, he could eat a whole dick. (laughs) Empowering black folks. My thing is, yo, I'll pay the G or do the 10 days or whatever. What yeah, saying. sit me down. Yeah, I'll sit yeah. down. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. This, this is fuck all bullshit. You. Oh, you want grandstanding? <clears throat> let me go, let me go get one of these lawyers. Slim. You, you wanna have you wanna have a a a a, a dick measuring competition? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you can document the, the ways in which you reached out to let them know that you weren't going to be available in that time, then like nah, B, we're not doing this dumb shit. Well, fuck up. Hey, Miss Janelle, you know, I hear you. You coming with the stats, the facts. <laughs> Even if it was a vacation. Fuck him. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Because if I've already put my money down and I'm it's not refundable, I'm going. I'm going to sit over the weekend, whatever the call. I, I, I just said, I done had a vacation and you mean to tell me I'm going to jail? Oh, wait till my job hears this. Yo. This is great. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And I got a little legal zoom. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> got me a little legal zoom account. But I hate when 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 our people get in these positions and do dumb shit. I don't know. It just yeah, is. I, man, we was at lunch yesterday. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. If you want to use a, a chance of of reprimanding to use it as a, there's so many ways you can do it without having to reprimand somebody. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And if you want to educate and you want to uplift, uh, yeah, fuck all that, yeah. Yeah, man. I was at, we were at lunch yesterday and we were sitting next to a large birthday celebration, which I hate. I hate when <laughs> I don't want to sit next <laughs> to I, yeah, 10 the, the or large, more people. The large settings or the, the obnoxiously loud small gathering, too, yeah. And what I'm going to tell you about why I hate it at this particular, this is one of our neighborhood restaurants we love. Gerasmo mm-hmm. and I love going to this restaurant. I hate it because your party is big enough to get the private room. You didn't get the private room because you you didn't budget accordingly. That part. There's you a room available. Room so you can kick it. Yeah, that bothers me. 
that it bothers me. And this happened to us twice where we were sat next to her. And I told him, I told Gerard, I said, this is the, this is the last time they're going to sit. Cause what I noticed also is that if it's a, if it's a large gathering of black folks, mm. they'll put them all the black folks in the room with that. I, and I don't like that. Yeah, it'll be gotcha. a, put them together. It'll be like an episode of Good Times. Be, <laughs> no. They'll be fine with it. <laughs> no, they like I'm all not the them blacks. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk to I'm gonna talk to the manager about what's going on next because I really love the restaurant. It's a really good establishment. It's, it's less than five. It's like a five minute drive from the house. It, we never have any other issues except I've, those two times where we were sat next to the large party and it was obnoxious as hell. But um, I overheard them talking about, you know, it's a, it was a birthday celebration. I overheard the the, the celebratee, I guess, uh, talk about what he and his family has done for the community and the fam- and, and um, the neighborhood over the years and how much of an impact they've made because these black youths, and I hate that term. I hate when we say these black youths or these youth out here these people these kids today i hate when we these Mm -hmm. can i say that Mm -hmm. and 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 forgive me if i've said it in the past because i know i I realize now that it sounds nuts or if i said in the past and i wasn't joking right right because you know how i get on my capital grease shit like you know if it was clearly a joke then you know what i'm you know how i be doing but I don't like the grandstanding, like you said, the 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 putting yourself up on a soapbox to to prove something or to teach something like you like you taught somebody something. Like, nah, nah, don't do that. And and I'm looking at the I'm looking in the eyes of the kids on the, at the table and they rolling their eyes. Like the body <laughs> language suggests that you want some fuck shit. Nigga, you ain't shit. Like right. you probably doing like, this I, shit to to get a legal check and like yeah, that shit just sound nasty. Every yeah. time I see somebody bigging themselves up in that way, using the term "these kids need what we can show them," and that shit sound crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And even though part of it, I understand the intention of it, might come from a pure place. The language, yeah, it's the language. It's how you say things, and and a lot of people move off of your actions and not how you say things because how you say things come off terrible sometimes yeah. so that just reminded me of that yesterday i was like ugh, ugh. Can mm. I? it was cringeworthy uh almost as cringeworthy as cameron and mendici's having an intense tap <laughs> dance battle what was the fucking who was it that was cameron in the white yeah mm. that was cameron in the white he came out his jacket belly. yeah fuck, yeah i was about to say what the fuck was the, the all right I don't even know how to start. I'm mad. The fed uppery on your face, man. You, you mad at? Run the list down. You mad at the tailor? I'm, I'm mad at the tailor. I'm mad at Harlem. Yeah. Harlem. Harlem's definitely at fault. Harlem, Harlem, Harlem oh, took the L on this one. And I know yeah. Harlem's solely responsible for this. Because Harlem yeah. niggas just can't deal with being the loser at, some, at certain shit. They, well, they can't so- deal with being corny. Mm. <laughs> but, the, like, but in turn you look so corny. <laughs> the 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 how hard they strive to not be corny is corny. corny. And they don't yeah. understand that. Mm-mm. A lot of like, them nigga, don't understand that. 
you not doing this shit is actually saving you from being a cornball. <laughs> <laughs> so, my nigga, don't do this shit. How about that? <laughs> I remember it's like it's like yesterday. I think it was Rock the Mic video. And I want to say it was Dame's son or somebody's kid started Harlem shaking towards the end and Dame went and grabbed him and it was like, nah, nah, we don't do that. Like, cut that shit out. Like, you need Dame. Cam, (laughs) you still need Dame. You still need Dame to come and get you out the... Or a nigga like Dame. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or a nigga like Dame. You need somebody in your crew that's going to stop you from looking corny, and 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 that's what should have happened at this event, wherever they were. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we tap dance battling right now? Niggas <laughs> have on these, like, I didn't, I didn't play the video with sound. The, the niggas mm-hmm. even have tap dance shoes on. Like, like it was just hard bottom, hard bottom, just attacking the floor. Niggas just 40 yeah. and hard bottom. It, was, just, it wasn't even a tap battle. It was a pit-a-pat battle. <laughs> that shit looked crazy. Yeah. Shit looked nuts. And it's, yeah, a, it's sound, okay. It looked nuts. It's an insult to professional tap dancers. That, Let's talk about it. That. Especially those of the... It's a mockery. Of the Harlem area. Oh, Savion. If Savion was more of an asshole... Mm. He he he'd have a lot to say about this, but he's older now. Like I feel like he he probably smoked three joints and was like oh, <laughs> tired of this shit. Oh, these niggas, these niggas here. Yeah. Look, these niggas here. Yeah. These, <laughs> these niggas these days. <laughs> See how easy it is. My See, bad. I should I should have been mad at them. I take back what I said. It's real easy to these niggas. I'm sorry. Very easy to these niggas. It's super easy. Oh, man. Let's move on to this Texas high school football coach who was accused of forcing players to do 400 push-ups, uh, leading to several students who were hospitalized. Several Texas high school football players were hospitalized after their coach allegedly forced them to do 400 push-ups as a form of discipline, according to multiple reports. John Harrell, his head football coach at the walk wall, the rock wall, Heath God damn, Rockwall okay. Heath <laughs> High School was suspended and placed on administrative leave after a group of his players required medical attention following an off-season workout, according to Fox. Off-season. Harrell, who's been with the program since 2019, is accused of making the t- students do a large number of push-ups as punishment for the athletes. The alleged incident occurred on Friday during an off-season workout, um, the school principal, Todd Bradford, sent a letter to parents saying that students needed medical attention, with some requiring hospitalization. The Dallas Morning Paper reported at least eight students were hospitalized. One parent whose child is hospitalized said the players were made to do hundreds of push-ups in just an hour with no water break. The parent who didn't wish to be identified said their child was diagnosed with rab... With, whoa, that's a... Diagnosed with something, okay, which is a severe medical condition that occurs when damaged muscle muscle tissue releases its protein and electrolytes into the blood. Mm-hmm. It can be fatal or result in permanent disability. Hey, fuck this coach. Uh. The fuck is wrong with Nick? Like, I think that there's some niggas who get into this shit and they're really sadists. Like, they really like. 
I, I don't understand. Like, what the fuck? What what are you trying to prove? What point are you trying to make? Uh, like coaches who who force kids to to play through injuries and pain and not, like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Young, these are kids. Like, I don't understand that shit, man. I don't get it. Dealt with. I've seen these type of coaches. Not really. I can't even say these type because to what I thought was the extreme, to what I experienced at high school, because we had the the privilege of even having our same athletic coaches be our gym instructors too. So they definitely took their physical fit part of the job to the to another level. They took it very seriously. Yeah. To which I remember one basketball tryout. This nigga. All right, yeah, we did the lap, did the suicides. All right, inchworms. The fuck is that? Nigga got on his body, started moving his whole body and shit and ligaments. I was like, I don't, I don't want the team that bad. <laughs> I, I never, I never loved the game. I, I don't want to do that. I don't love the game that bad. Ball is I'm not life. <laughs> I still got a three point three, nigga. I'm about to break down this Dutch master. Me and my niggas about to play two K, like. <laughs> But even still, like, yeah, he was never on the yeah, 400 push-ups in an hour type shit is wild. Inchworms is wild. No, inchworms, inchworms, inchworms is wild. Inchworms is nuts. Inchworms is nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. No, inchworms is wild. No, really. <laughs> Especially after doing this. The suicides were nuts to me. Mm. Yeah. But I would do them. And the punishment was, don't be last. Don't be last. Yeah. I, I remember those. I remember doing those in basketball. But an inchworm after that... Yeah, you crazy. You're yeah, crazy. I don't I don't get that shit, man. Cut that shit out. But my cousin, my my uncle, um, who was also our taekwondo instructor, he, he had a little bit of that in him. It was different. Um he had a little bit of that in him in him yeah. in the eighties. And I think because he thought we you know, we were all the, the kids class were all like thirteen and under. I thought he thought our bones and ligaments were a little more pliable. So he could run us. He like they, one. They just, they just didn't develop. <laughs> everybody's. Uh, you bring your progress report or your report card to class. This would determine how much punishment you were going to get from mm. from the sensei, right? Your girl kept stayed on the honor roll. That was never really a problem. Moms and pops wasn't playing. However, pops going to whisper in this dude's ear. Now, this dude being his brother. That the teacher said something about me talking. The rules never said anything about me talking. The rules was about grades, Unc, and I was there with the grades. My report, my shit was. Now I'm running with these bammers because pops want to snitch. And see, I ain't never really stepped to dad about that. And I think as an adult right now, I need to go ahead and talk to him about how snitches, how we treat snitches, how we Mm -hmm. deal with those Mm -hmm. while he's in a position of less power. Right, I think now is the perfect time. Come over there and fuck his where his agility up. is severely <laughs> damaged, and his cognitive skills are less than what they were. I think now is the time for me to step up and say something about that By the shit. Time he realized that you, what you fucking him up for, <laughs> it'll be over. He'll forget. He'll forget. Yeah. I, I thought You'll I got forget. fucked up earlier. But... Yeah. <laughs> Was he tripping off that? <laughs> Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Home, I, I'm on the phone with them. 
and I and I mentioned the brace. And this baby called me old. Whoa. And I said, Pops, ain't you a milestone, just got dressed. Ain't a milestone birthday coming up for the homie this, this year? Yes. No, but I said, hey, dude, you just got dressed for the week. <laughs> it's Friday. Together. <laughs> you just completed the mission. It was socks on Monday. <laughs> Draws on Tuesday. You, you can't call me old. <laughs> you see, this is the type of roast that we do. Like you <laughs> just, <laughs> just got ready. I'ma tell you who can. And I said, I said, Pops, I'm gonna tell you who can't call me old. You. <laughs> Here's the list. <laughs> You're at the top of the list. And sitting next to you is number two. Y'all both can never call me old. Ma, how many braces did you put on? <laughs> how many? Yeah, y'all, you didn't see that X-ray when I saw the fucking the knee shit. I was mad the doctors all be. I was like, Ma, let me know if you at the park dunking on niggas. What the fuck? Who tears, what nigga that's just going up and down the steps tears they shit like this? Ma been lying to us. Ma been lying to us all her life. Yeah, she don't go to work. She goes on the blacktop. <laughs> <laughs> She's been shaking niggas. That she leaves. Nuts, yeah. She leaves a, prote- a professional gear. Then hits a park up and hustles niggas out their money. Well, you know, she, I don't know if you remember. She used to always leave with the professional gear, but have like some New Balances that she was saying. She's saving to put the work shoes on. Yeah. Nah, nah. We know what was going on now. He was breaking niggas down at Berry Farms. <laughs> Yeah, 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 see, Major, that knee was fucked That's up. How you that was some that old. Knee, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. Let me just double, triple check. Um, do we want to talk about this? Let me see. Oh, this is what you posted. First of all, the bonus nigga is nuts. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that. And for those who don't have a reference on the Vikings, you can substitute that crawling around with uh, Leonard Deca- Leonardo. Let's call him Leonard. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Trying to get to the car? <laughs> yes, trying to get to the car off the quaaludes. <laughs> uh, police investigate after Dallas Zoo is missing... Uh, Police investigate after Dallas Zoo missing leopard is found. So they actually found him. Dallas Zoo <coughs> officials said Friday that a missing clouded leopard was found after a day long search. Evidence was found that the fence of the small cat's habitat had been intentionally cut. Mm-hmm. The zoo tweeted that the cat named Nova, who weighs about 20, 25 pounds, did not appear injured and was in was field was found near her original habitat. The search had uh, closed Texas' largest zoo to visitors while staff and police combed 100 acres of ground. The zoo announced that Nova had been found just moments after a news conference in which police said a criminal investigation had been opened. Police and zoo officials say uh, they have reviewed surveillance footage but would not say what it showed or whether there was a potential suspect. There is a potential suspect. I assume that it is an employee of said zoo. Mm-hmm. 
who wanted to cause a little mayhem and maybe disrupt some things yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah, but the thing about it is they probably thought that mayhem was going to ensue. But the thing about, especially if Nova was born in captivity, the thing about cats, jungle or otherwise, jungle to house, um, they know where they can consistently get food. So yep. if you ever seen somebody who like this stray cat came and they just live here now, because when they know if Nova always mm-hmm. got her sustenance there, she's not going to just roam around and be stupid. She's like, yo, this is a spot where the nigga come with the goods and, <laughs> and I need to be here on, on that around. schedule. So, <laughs> a little, little bird flurrying over there. I'm going to fuck with it. All right, you know, I'm going to do a little something. O'clock. Do a little yeah, stalking, but yeah, it's seven yeah. o'clock, so let me hit, <laughs> hit the spot up. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it didn't quite go the right way. You you probably get better action like that with with you know another another land animal like a a Taz, Tasmanian devil or some type of honey badger <laughs> yeah. or something uh, that'll do or some whatever shit. that badger. What was that shit that we saw? What the, what was the, released the in twenty? Oh, that the, the, the sloth bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get some wild shit from them. Yeah. <laughs> but cats get real comfortable and they get into a routine real quick. So the 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 little leopard ain't do what they thought <laughs> was gonna get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the leopard's like, nah, nigga. Look at C Major. That's what the leopard looked like. Because I'm, I'm looking at my dog as she sleep on the couch, and I'm like, she's coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't. Leave. Yeah, this yeah. is where it's sweet. This is where it's sweet. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We keep. Uh, we we. I notice with with little Mickey when they let him out, he just runs furiously. Mm-hmm. But you know how you you've both seen how small he is. Mm-hmm. And I at first I was worried that he was just gonna take off, but it's like you said. No, he even at his young age, he's like. What? What? I don't know what I'm people like, <laughs> The fuck is that? <laughs> Let me run I mean, my ass right no back. God. If you, know, this is a strategic circle I'm running. <laughs> I'm with I need ring. to always see these two people yep. that feed me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I'll run, I'll go outside and run. Like the first day, yeah, he, he ain't want to run. He just kept like, he was trotting. He's like, you see what's up? Way I let. Yeah. Now. He he does full sprints, but yeah, now nah, that's real. Miss Janelle, you got a touchy subject for us? I do, man. It's looking like um, we're facing an epidemic of loneliness. Mm. Um, and I saw a post where a gentleman said that if I come across somebody who doesn't have at least two friends that they've had, you know, he was talking about adults, people over 30. If I come across people who don't have two friends that they've had for at least 10 years or have never been in a relationship. That's a red flag for me. And so a lot of people started flooding, talking about all the reasons why they don't know anybody. Um, (laughs) And I was like, what, what is this? Do y'all think that we are going to enter a time where the norm will become that people don't have friends and don't have relationships because it was a lot of folks. And when I say that, you know, hundreds of comments um, mm-hmm. where people were justifying why they don't know anybody or why they don't have any any friends or have never been in a relationship. And these are people because he was specifically talking to people over 30. 
And then I think about us and I'm like, I've been with my team for 30 years. Easy. You know, I've had several long term relationships. I've done these things. But are we moving into an era where we're going to see more people who don't? And why do you think that is? Outside. If you ain't spend no time outside, then you don't really cultivate social skills to a degree of having your first disagreement with somebody outside of your house, mm. resolving that disagreement, um, dealing with different, you know, personalities outside of your house and not, uh, and, and, and these type of adversities, uh, and learnings help you mature and, and help you and help you in your personal relationships. Because you know how you move with your friend. So when it's time to enter into a relationship, I, I would hope that you apply those same teachings and learnings to relationships with, you know, your significant other. If you choose to to go that route, if you choose to have a significant other, um, people who only built relationships online have never really gone outside, whether that was the parents making or your own. Um, you don't really know how to disagree with motherfuckers. You unplug shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you can, you can, you, you turn off the computer, uh, you turn off the game and then the next go, like, or you switch parties. Mm. If I'm using that term correctly, C major, like I'm not fucking with that crew no more. I'll just join another join crew or start another crew. Job, yeah. Baby. Yeah. So you never really learn how to resolve conflict. And I think that's a big, Issue. You can avoid but to resolve conflict if you went outside. They always outside. But like they, major, they like with your, they with your other man's. Yeah. <laughs> so you better resolve the conflict. How the fuck you go? You just gonna be walking around by yourself? Major, you thirty though. Like so, like in the nineties, niggas wasn't still kicking it. Like. He was outside. I don't know what these other niggas. I don't know what the fuck wrong with these other niggas. I don't know what the fuck wrong with these. C major was outside. We not gonna do like I I can vouch for that. C major was outside. He was never when I would come to visit. He was outside. Outside playing. And 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 if we had niggas that came over, we we went outside. We had disputes at different niggas' houses at different points and stages. So we had to deal with that shit and. It is what it is. We hear that. And even all three of mine, they was outside. Gerasmo was like, no, you have to have outside time. It's it's very, and especially with her homeschooling them, that was, no, this is social. You go outside and play with other kids in the neighborhood. Or when they got home from school, y'all go outside. Mm -hmm. You need them to go interact with other people. They can't, and, and she had three in the house. She could have very well been like, no, we in the house, in the house. Mm -hmm. But she knew how important it was for them to socialize with other folks out there and understand how to, you know, you're going to have conflicts. How are you going to resolve it and be there to nurture through those conflicts? That's the other thing. A lot of parents don't, they don't want to hear about your conflicts. They, you know, and are prepared to teach you the lessons. Yeah, and, yeah. And tell you and swerve you That's in the huge. right direction. But it's wild yeah. to me though. Like I, I hate, I hate the the misunderstanding of introversion and people using that as a reason why they can't interact with other people. As an introvert, I'm like Slim. 
it's really about the conservation of energy and the way that you choose to use your energy and the way that you recharge that energy. If you have a neurodivergence, that's something different. Um, Shyness, you know, it's, it's a thing, but I also knew and grew up around a lot of people who were shy. And even with that, like I knew people who were shy and I'm a natural advocate they even knew to be like, Jay, I don't fuck with that or whatever. You can at least connect with mm-hmm. somebody who can advocate for you. Like I, I, it's crazy to me that the, the skill of being a friend is becoming a lost art. Uh, mm. Talk about it. That might need a whole episode. <laughs> no bull. It's, it's just, it's very interesting to me too. Like I've, I've known people in adulthood who, you know, I'll I'll talk about, you know, we do we always doing something and I talk about how we kick it or where we're going or what we doing. <clears throat> and they look at me like, that's so awesome that you have a friend group like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't. But like we also talk about people who are our age who often have to have that co- that conversation where they're cutting people off, off and yeah. do- <laughs> and I'm like where 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 did we lose the ability to determine who our community was, who our tribe was and stay with it and even in situations where I can use our our committee as an example all of y'all know and understand my communication style. Y'all know y'all not necessarily going to hear from me. Y'all know y'all mm-hmm. always going to get an answer if y'all hit me up but y'all know that that's not the way I'm gonna do it but I know that if I need to sit down and have a heart to heart I can come to any of y'all I know who's gonna be the person who's gonna fill up the group chat with shit that's gonna lunch me out I know who's gonna because we all do our own thing but we all come together um but it's so wild to me that people have not only you know settled into the fact that they don't socialize but are coming to like defend and justify it when people say, you know, that's kind of odd. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yo, y'all, y'all don't think so. But it was, and, and again, a microcosm of course, but I didn't expect to see hundreds of people saying that's not a red flag. Cause I was thinking to myself, I had already hit like, it sure is. Like if you, yeah, yeah, if you 40 and you can't call back 10 years to somebody that you've been able to kick it with, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Not one. Right. Not like, one. what the yeah. fuck? Not one. Yeah. That's kind of that. Maybe we come from a place of privilege. Okay. You know? um, the only thing, I mean, I can't I, even, I, I don't I know. Cause I, because even military brats, a lot of that, people that, that I know who are military brats. Yeah. I mean, Miss Janelle is one. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you got that. Yeah. You got that day one from where you was on base. Yeah, our people, our pops, pops got his day ones. Mom's got his, yeah. her day yeah. ones. Like it's yeah, yeah. Even at even at pops' big age, yeah. there's still one dude. There's one dude <laughs> that's still coming through. Still coming through. Taking this early as shit like now. Can, it's a lot earlier now. He don't, he don't well, remember but, that y'all playing the event. But he, yeah. he showing up. But he show up. <laughs> he show up at two. Event start at four. But he can't drive at night, so he gonna be there too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, it's just it's wild to me that we watching the uptick in loneliness, but we we also watching a bunch of people saying 
this is the list of reasons why I don't fuck with nobody or I don't know anybody or I can't kick it with anybody. And that tells me exactly that leads right back to my very first answer, which is you was in the house. Mm. And you only dealt with motherfuckers that appeased what you wanted to do. And you only have this much room for conflict because you never really experienced it. I know so many people are afraid of it. I don't like to... I don't like to be confrontational. I don't like... Com- G, you're going to sit here in this fucked up situation because you don't want to say nothing? No, nah, we're not going to do that. Nah, that <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm a, a little too vocal. Like, I'm a little too vocal with my conflict. I be wanting to smoke. <laughs> You're pro-smoke? <laughs> as long as it's verbal. Now, mm-hmm. understand, I ain't got no hands. But verbal <laughs> smoke, I'm, I'm here. I'm I am perpetually wishing a motherfucker would and nobody ever does. Not to me. You know? <laughs> no, no, I feel you. <laughs> and then I hang around with people like you, Ajita, who... <laughs> Perpetually wishing nigga was it never, yeah, it never, it never could because I'm always <laughs> surrounded by people who wish a nigga would. Mm. I'm sorry, what were you I'm about like, to well, say, Major? Perfectly safe. <laughs> oh no, no, I was, I was just agreeing with y'all. Like it's, I, I can't see, and me, me and my niggas be high too much to get into heat dogging. <laughs> Like the most heated they get is when we playing Call of Duty together and the niggas say, more than likely it's me. But, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, nigga, I was some shit that round. I'm some shit every two out of three rounds, nigga. So let's, <laughs> we gonna get past this. Maybe this is the third one where I come through and clutch it. Fuck you, boy. Let's get it. So, you know, it's outside of that. I need to hop on one of y'all joints. You need to you need to tag me in. Let me let, uh, y'all be playing at night though. Wait a minute. What am I saying? I'm in the You're bed at night. I don't, I don't I don't catch I don't catch I don't catch host steps on no more. I don't know when this nigga be online no more. This nigga. No, that nigga working. Yeah, I ain't yeah, exactly. Fight. Yeah, I, I I see his mans and shit online. He's mad as that. shit all the time. <laughs> Cause he another one I like to go to sleep early. So mm. if the yeah, work nah, he was. He was a prompt, yeah, as soon as 11 o'clock hit. All right, y'all. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, yeah. that shit's in the morning. I'm off tomorrow. What's up? Nah, all right, Joe. All right, Major. <laughs> That's what you got, though, yeah. Thank you for that touchy subject, Miss Janelle. Appreciate it. It is, it is time to wrap this thing up. Miss Janelle says she has somewhere to be, yeah, and she too. just got the coordinates, and those instructions <laughs> might... They might self-destruct in 10 minutes. <laughs> it might be no good and I'm outside the function. Cheetah <laughs> does not play. No. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Reels or Feels. I'm T Greasy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Hit the link in the, both those bios. Get into everything I'm getting into. Shout out to the open market and after ashes. Um, what we got right here? I'm taking it back just because this shit popped up on Instagram for me, and I'm pretty sure they're not gonna be tripping off a stream or two. This is Mulaj with a track called Trickin'. Mm-hmm. 
have anything you want to Cause I can make it rain on you Cause you know what I'm saying Shake it if you got it, shake it, shake it if you got it Shake it, shake it if you got it, what you asking? <laughs> this your theme song since you caked up major now hey, hey <laughs> <laughs> yo i i, I get it restaurants the bill is over 75 dollars <laughs> yeah, I get it. We took my first new check. I was like, and started doing that we same dance. <laughs> we took them to we took them to dinner Friday, and that bill. I said, I said she got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't tricking if you got it, tricking, tricking hey, if you man, got it. She got it. Now, whole T, uh, whole T, Lisa splurged on the last joint we went to. What uh that that yeah that happened this week. Uh, went to a little spot called the Unconventional Diner, mm. um, Ooh. which it has some unconventional diner entrees. I you know me, I'm, I'm gonna find some shit that I fuck with, even if it's a tad bit different. So I fuck with the little um uh the steak. I I, I ain't even gonna try the Spanish portion of the name. Okay, it's basically like a carne asada. One of the best uh. What was that skirt uh flank steaks that I had? Uh, mm-hmm. that okay. uh perfection had the fresh chimichurri on that motherfucker. Oh, we had chimichurri uh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. It's always yeah. a win. Uh and good they, chimichurri. And you can taste the char grill on it. Yeah. They they did that shit. Uh mm-hmm. Lisa's had uh, a meatloaf with like a sriracha little blend on it. That Jones fire. Okay. So your bonus check major, she's OT Lisa. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like OT. Pretty much. Like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good life. Much love. Much love to y'all. We we will see you next week. Love y'all. I'm out. <laughs>